Broccoli guy is a guy who's trying to get like viral famous. Oh, because he goes to sporting events and he holds giant stalks of broccoli. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, uh, dude. Like, he, he's but, been in but the announcer. Yeah, but so I it's know working. him. Yes, yeah, I know. Working. And he's been in the announcer's booth for the Kraken. He has will. he really? Yes, he has. He saw a post the other day. He um. That's not fair. He's been. Uh, he's a comedian out of um, Olympia. So he actually does something yeah. other than trying to be. Yeah, dude, guy. he's actually really funny. He did. Um, he used to do comedy at uh, when we when we were do it at um, Acme back when it was Acme and stuff. Really? Yeah, he'd come down. Um, God, he did. You you might have even been there. He had a whole thing because he's like a history major or he has a degree in history. So he did a whole thing on Oregon Trail. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, okay, hilarious, that's, okay, man. Cool. Then that, okay, I just don't want to know him as Broccoli Guy. Oh, no, he's definitely the Broccoli Guy. No, he's, he's not. way bigger no. for Broccoli he Guy. Be, than, he could be history, no, no, no. dude. I don't want Broccoli <laughs> Guy. Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. And I'm Jeff. And my safe word is F-stop. F-stop. Oh, that's a oh, photography nice. thing right there, yeah, isn't it? There I might get be that. A theme. Wow. Third try of the day and you nailed it. I that's know, how, right? buddy. I know, yeah, I know, yeah. We're usually three <laughs> in on our podcast here at the Union Club. It's a little that's bit a more one. rougher than that. Jeff uh, decided to work backwards. Good job, Mr. <laughs> Benjamin Button over there. Yes, welcome to the Grit City Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to us. Uh, you can find all of our older episodes and stuff at gritcitypodcast.com. Also, that is where you can find links to our Discord, which we pop into when we do record, whether it is uh, home or abroad. And uh, you hop in there and listen to us live right in our listening rooms. It's super fun. Yeah, it is. And uh, we get a chance to interact live with us, ask our guests some questions, and uh, have some fun with that. So you go to Grisly Podcast. Post some GIFs. GIFs. You <laughs> fucker. Oh, this is going to be one of those episodes where Scott just pisses me off. I can oh. tell right now. <laughs> so let's introduce our guest today because I'm really excited for this as well. We've got Johnny Eberly with us. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing really well. Nice. Like, thank you for coming on a, such a beautiful day, one of the few beautiful days we have in Tacoma, and uh, spending it indoors with us. Yeah, well, I don't want to be here too long. Okay, so gotta enough. get back out in the sun after this. <laughs> we uh, we spent a little bit of time um, before uh, you got here. We had a couple a uh, couple of minutes, so we just spent it on the deck here at the Union oh, Club. Man. Nice. It was so nice, so beautiful. Once the sun kind of moved over, so there's a little bit of shade because we talked about sunburns in our last episode. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not, not we're not the best in the sun. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, so let's get into a little bit about um, what you do because. Uh, you are a, a lot like one of our good friends, Ken Carlson. You kind of, you, no, I don't even want to say dabble, but you work in a lot of different mediums, being it photography, being it the written word, and now um, audio dramas as well. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, what you do uh, overarching, just all the like what you do, man. Yeah, I'm a generalist, so I I can't <laughs> decide sense. what I like. So okay. I just do a little bit of everything, and I get bored with something, and I move on. I have I'm one of those people who can't has a hard time finishing a project because I'm chasing the next shiny idea. <laughs> not not a general, you Renaissance man. So the Renaissance, Renaissance man. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, really that's a nice way that. to yeah. say that. Thank you. So writer, filmmaker, photographer on your bio yes. on your yep. website, um, and so. What got you, I guess, maybe, like, what was the first, like, the medium that you found kind of a home in? Um, yeah. Which, what was the big first one for you? Well, I'd say at the core of all of it, I'm always a writer. Okay. You know, everything I'm doing is uh, is to serve a story, and uh, the written word is, is where I feel the most at home. It's where I spend most of my time, and then it's sort of, well, how do I, how do I use this? How do mm -hmm. I, I have this story. Is it a short story? Is it a, is it a short film? Is it a podcast? You know, how do I, how do I get this out in the best? So it really starts with the written word, and then... Kind of depends on what it is, how uh, how best to get it out to the world. And you've written some articles for stuff like Grit City Magazine, some mm -hmm. uh, which is a great local. We've had them on previously. Love those guys; they're amazing. And just the stuff that they're um, that they're putting out uh, is 
really at this point, really through the support of people like their patrons and all mm-hmm. of that. So it's that good local feel when you get down to it. So it feels must feel good to be able to write for them as well. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love being able to contribute to things that are local. So, yeah, Grit City Magazine is a great one. Uh, the other is Creative Colloquy, yeah. uh, which is a local group. And uh, I've been in their anthology a couple of times on the website. I, I serve on the board and have been for several years. It's a great group. If people aren't familiar with it, uh, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, Creative Colloquy is a, a Tacoma-based literary society. So if you love stories, if you love the written word, poetry, short stories, uh, we've had some nonfiction. We've had all kinds of formats. You know, we, we meet on the third Monday of every month, finally. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, post pandemic, we're now yeah. finally you know, meeting in person. We were at Dusty's Hideaway uh, oh, just this past week, and nice. I think we might. I'm not sure we'll be next month, but people should definitely check us out. Oh, dude, I love Dusty's. Like, that's a good spot to oh, yeah. go ahead and do that. And there's a lot of places around here that are uh, kind of open to being able to have people just hang out and do that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. We come in, we we read some stories, we have some good drinks, we have some good times. Nice. I miss yeah. that, man. That that seems like a pre-COVID thing, right? Where you would be like, oh, oh yeah. let's all get together at this thing, right? You, I just... It's weird, but like it's been two years. I haven't even thought about doing like a hangout seriously at a place before. Yeah, like, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, I felt like I went back in time. Yeah, it's right? kind of like, weird. Like Twenty nineteen. Like, right? Being yeah. there. Well, and that was. I mean, last year we tried to do a Fourth of July party. Oh, and we did, and there was like people there because that was like the three week period where everything was suddenly okay, <laughs> and then everyone realized, no, you, that's horrifying. What are you doing? And. Yeah, we ended up having a party. Then now we're having a party on uh, this. Now we're doing it again. Now we're doing it again now because <laughs> you know a little more people are you know down for able to do that. Yeah. to be able to do that. So it's kind of cool just to be able to gather again. Yeah, to be inching towards normalcy and to have these like cultural events and people able to get together right. and build some community. It's been so long. And so, like, even just speaking of the pandemic, as like in in that sort of time, I felt it was kind of a weird and for a lot of people like a weird creative time. Because you were a lot of people. I mean, obviously, were stuck indoors, not being able to do anything, and you needed outlets. Mm-hmm. To that end, it was for me was my like DIY like house stuff. Nice. So it was like I built my studio, mm-hmm. I built the Rainbow Room, which <laughs> you got yeah. Listen to other podcasts about to get in the dirty on that one. But uh, I finished up my bar, and so that was exactly what I kind of broke down with. What was it for you? Was there anything specifically or was it like all of these different things were your outlets? No, there, there definitely was. And I remember at the very beginning kind of shutting down creatively. You know, there was just mm-hmm, so much shock mm-hmm. and so much tragedy. How do you do anything? I couldn't write. Yeah. I couldn't, couldn't do anything. So, And I was reading all these articles about how you know, Shakespeare wrote you know, King Lear while under quarantine from the plague. And I thought, you know, screw that guy. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, can't be like, I can't be as good as him. Stop, stop comparing us to Shakespeare. Uh, so it took several months. But actually, the thing that got me out of it was I was listening to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and uh, kind of fell into to audio dramas, which is, is nothing new. It's been around forever. Um, from, oh, yeah. You know, Orson Welles or further back. Or the, the, War the old Worlds. original Superman. Yeah, radio all of dramas. those. Yeah. So, uh, but those have recently, in the last 10 years, have migrated into podcasts from radio. Yep. And was getting into those things. This is this is great. This is a wonderful, just a great escape. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can do it while I'm doing dishes, while I'm gardening, while I'm cleaning the house. You know, I can just listen and tune out and, and enjoy myself and immerse myself in a world. And I thought, you know, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the idea what came for my audio drama, which is The Adventures of Captain Radio. Nice. And <laughs> which was originally going to be called uh, Captain Radio and the Mutant Mole People from the 11th Dimension, nice. which is much harder to say. Yeah. And yeah, to spell. it doesn't and it's flow like, as well. I don't want to type that over and over again. Uh, so I made my narrator a T-shirt. Yeah, right, it wouldn't fit on here, <laughs> dude. That's smart thinking ahead, though, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure there's people that regret some of the names and things. Oh they yeah, made, yeah. Right? yeah. So well, yeah, once I started writing that, which was probably September, October 2020, it just it just all flowed out, and yeah. suddenly I had this whole story. I thought, okay, I got to talk to some people and get this made. I was able to, um, and it's all available. I know on YouTube, I was able to find you just mm-hmm. like jweberly.com to uh, find all the links on all of that stuff. And you can find it there. So I found your YouTube and I was listening to the first one and it's, uh, I'm not very deep into it, but it was fun. And just, just because it's, um, it, it's just the old radio drama stuff. So you got the music underneath and mm-hmm. you're running through it. The actors are like all into it and you really immerse yourself into it pretty quickly, especially if you're a real fan of like those twenties mm-hmm. dramas, like it does exactly what it feels like. And it's just, it's really fun to just to go and listen to that. So I'm really excited to continue it. Yeah, thank you so much for for listening and for anyone who wants to listen. Yeah, if you want to listen more 
Um, yeah, YouTube, we've uh, uploaded all those episodes. If you listen on a podcast player on your phone, we're on Apple, oh, nice, Android, perfect. Google. I mean, anywhere you can look us up, um, you can find us in all the, the major directories. The Adventures of Captain Radio. The Adventures of Captain Radio. And you got you to gotta write all of that out because there's other things that sound <laughs> that are almost <laughs> like the Adventures of something else. Some, Captain this person. There's probably an Adventures of Captain Rat around there, too. <laughs> well, we learned, <laughs> not. We, we learned later that there was a, a Captain Video. Oh, was a, oh no. A, a short-lived TV video. show. Yeah. Yeah, in like the 50s, which yeah. is, I've seen some clips and it's terrible. Terrible. You see how yeah. Jeff just got here. He's all, oh, yeah, yeah, it's no, okay, terrible. No, Jeff, yeah. no I, yeah, no, Cap, Captain Video was fun. Um, uh, oh, I was going to say, I did a podcast way back when before podcasts were podcasts, and it was called The Adventures of Iris Doodle because of, of, it was going to be like a work podcast. Okay. Me, me and my coworkers got together and just bitched about the boss, but we used code words. Smart. <laughs> yeah. You're already thinking like ahead that. when it comes yeah. to that. Yeah, if I were to do it again, I probably would have given it a more distinctive name. But it's fun, right? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. You kind of know what you're getting into immediately when yeah. you read it. The whole idea is that it's it's supposed to be escapism. It's supposed to be lighthearted. It's supposed to be a little silly, super campy, right? Yeah. We're not taking ourselves too seriously with it. But you got a, a fair amount of other um, voice actors mm-hmm. to work on. So was it people you knew or was it like, uh, you know, you can find services that do a lot of mm-hmm. stuff as well. Where did you find the people that you work with on it? Yeah. So for years, I've been, you know, just forcing my friends to, to tag along and, and <laughs> on these weird creative things. I'm like, hey, we're doing a short film. You're coming over. I'll give you pizza. I'm like, All right. I'll, All right, I'll be in this thing. Good yeah, friends. Right. right? Good and friends. so uh, so yeah. I, I grew up in Flagstaff, Arizona, and nice. it's got a nice. it's a tiny you know little mountain town, uh, but it's got a thriving art scene. And yeah. so got involved oh, wow, with okay. the local community theater there. And I'm not a strong actor, but I know a lot of people who are much better actors than me, and they had nothing but time. There you with go. The pandemic. Yeah. You're, you're at home. That's you awesome. might have some kind of setup. And so... Uh, you know, my, my best friend is, a, is, you know, he narrates audiobooks. He does voiceover professionally. So, so okay, you're wow. Captain Radio. <laughs> you're doing this. I don't, I don't care what yeah. you're doing. Here, here's the PDF. Um, <laughs> and then he, he reached out and, and did a lot of the legwork and, and tracking on people who we used to know in Flagstaff who now live oh, all wow. over the world. That's amazing. And everyone recorded in there, you know, in closets, under bedsheets, you know, whatever yep. setup you could figure out. Um, and and just emailed me pieces to put together. That's well, cool. I mean, and I, I, that, I think that's a real a testament to what you can do in just like, I mean, necessity breeds invention. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we've done, I did a podcast panel at Crypticon this year mm-hmm. and just having the chance. And I tell people, it's like, yeah, you find like, find a place that it's quiet. There are so many people that will podcast in a closet. And I mean, we're in kind of a big echoey spot. So, and we understand that and our listeners understand that and they know where we're at in that. But if you need to do like real voiceover stuff, you can just sit there in your coats mm-hmm. and you can record something amazing and anyone can do that. Oh yeah. Like that's the beauty of it. Like what you're doing is fantastic because you got to put and you have to know some, you know, some of the theatrics background and know some mm-hmm. audio background and how to construct a story. But like the fact that you can get somebody and just be like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing this. You want to voice this for me? Like, oh, sure. Yeah, I'll just get in the closet. Yeah, just hold your phone up. IPhone. Yeah. And it's like, it's amazing just how technology can help all of that now. And you can edit it in such a way to make it seem seamless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which I don't know if I accomplished, but I tried at least well, to make it sound like you're in the same room with this person, even though nobody recorded their lines together. And that's as the person here who, I mean, we just do a live podcast <laughs> and walking through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the person that does the editing... I want to do as little editing as possible oh, yeah. because what you're doing there, I've looked into doing and I'm just like, fuck, that's a lot of work. Yeah. That's a lot of post editing work to put it all together. It's one thing to get all, all the people to do their lines mm-hmm. and you need them. And that's absolutely the crux of it. But now you got to put that shit all together yeah. and you got to hope it's what you visioned in your head. So when you're able to do that, it's amazing. I had no idea what I was getting myself into no. writing this. It was like, <laughs> no. yeah, there's all these different like environments and backgrounds. Like, why did I write a bar scene? That's a stupid idea. How am I going to get the sounds of a bar? Right. That was all me. That's 25 tracks oh. of Just me like it all? mumbling in a corner, like pouring things Whoa. between glasses, wow. moving yeah. like chairs and things. And it, and it actually sounds decent i think in the background right. you don't even notice that like you, right? you wouldn't yeah. know that it's just me that's pretty cool layering myself over but it took it took all afternoon to make and that's right. well that's amazing just in the fact that you are able to understand that you can't just find a sound on the internet and use no. it because somebody has already made that and now suddenly you've gotten into trouble and there are some <laughs> yeah you could yeah you, you could. there's some zero oh, there's some, yeah you know whatever, but at that same but... point just you creating all of your stuff it's the 
it's I mean you you're doing it in recording and you're putting it together, but it is like those original plays yeah. mm-hmm. where yeah. who make their own sound effects on yeah. the fly as you're doing it. You are your own foley artist, mm-hmm. which is really cool. That's like great. those guys who can do that, it's fun. So the fact that you're able to combine all of this to create a radio production, that's awesome, dude. It was really fun. It, it was a lot of work, but it was really fun. And you know, through the process I learned a lot about foley art and I learned, <laughs> you know, I I looked up videos and listened oh, to yeah. podcasts of, you know, people talk about this stuff and how they do it. And so you learn some of the tricks and, and then some of the other things were, you know, I have, I have my, I have my dog and I thought, what can I do with my dog? And you haven't gotten to that episode yet. <laughs> no, but, I have not. But you know, I needed a big space monster and like, well, I could just nice. record my dog. She makes weird noises anyway. <laughs> and I'll just sort of distort things and you won't even know it's a dog. In oh, the end, yeah. you know, Cause these are things I have in my house. And well, I mean, even to that end, it's just like when you hear like the Godzilla screech, mm-hmm. Like, and you find out what it really is. It's like a weirdly, like, timed, like, gate closing. Like, it's just a weird screech that sounded terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like, when you can put those together and just, it's your job to create the theater of the mind. Yeah. And being able to do that with sound effects, that's so much fun. Like, people are People are so imaginative, I think. And so if you give them the suggestion of something, they'll fill in the rest. So if you give it a a sound that's close... (laughs) That gives the idea of what this thing could be. Mm-hmm. You fill in all the other details. And so, you know, it's all about finding that sound. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. Um, I used to drive a lot for work. And uh, I would listen to XM, Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. And they had a channel on there that was nothing but, like, classic radio shows. Right. And oh, so, yeah. yeah, they would have, like, mm-hmm. um, oh, Lone Ranger and Superman and... Um, Oh shit! I want to say Green Lantern, but that wasn't it. Who was the the Green Green Hornet? Green Hornet, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. They, they had all those shows on there. They were great, and they shouldn't be lost. No, you know but they I are mean? kind of. You yeah, know? yeah. It, it and I. Uh, oh, speaking of Foley's, that's why yeah. I interrupted everybody. Was because I found the sound for BB-8. You know how BB-8 has a certain sound. Sure. Yeah. So I took the cat out for a walk, and we have a a, a leash, one of those retractable leash that's kind of made of material. <laughs> that's what it is. It's almost like when you rewind a tape, if you and you slow it down a little bit. That's the BB-8 thing because you get that same sound. Funny. And I'm yelling at my wife, "Motherfucker, the BB-8! Look, look, I'm making BB-8!" I'm just amazed you took a cat for a walk. I take. Oh, a Femi's amazing. Yeah. He's got like we got, he's got his own. In, well, I mean, Jeff's got his own Instagram, but most of the pictures are of yeah. the cat. And yeah, just like up on the fence with a little harness and everything harness. leash. And I got my cats that'll do that, but they just go around eating grass and puking. So yeah. like your cat actually does something with it. Yeah, we pretend to, but it's that it's the thing we were talking about. If I put that thought in their mind, so I'll put a little thing. Lemmy's doing this. Lemmy's doing that. Yep, he's not really doing that. I don't want to break the thing, but I make it, I make it like, like it's a big photo shoot. Cause he just has that, but no, it's just me standing there waiting for him to do something, <laughs> you know? but it, it is part of that. I'm creating a little, little scene. And that's what mm-hmm. I like about, it, especially with technology is, uh, as you guys were talking about, you could do it at home and I could do this by myself on my, on my cell phone, Absolutely. which, which, and I, without, uh, losing any respect for people, like you said, like, like you, you create everything. I snap it with my phone phone compared to some people would take it with the camera print it out on the paper they want and take the time to expose it the way they need it from start to finish i'm mm-hmm. way too lazy I'm, I'm just like you i don't stick with anything too long i i dig into it <laughs> until i get bored with it or until i think i i've figured it out and i'm like i'm going on to the next thing yep. uh, i have nothing but respect for people who can you know the, the people who master a craft right they right? learn to do this sure. they learn to do it well but i i also love a shortcut yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's like even like doing the radio stuff and just like like because I'll create or I'll help edit people's podcasts mm-hmm. and it'll be like putting uh, like the, the bookends on. So intro and outro music. And they're just like, oh, can you do this? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Pay me whatever. And then so they do. And it's just like, well, I it's an hour's worth of work, but it's 10 minutes. And most of that's like the processing down. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's doing the simple things that they don't know what to do. But then I just create a shell and just shove it in there. And it's that shortcut. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, Oh, this is so good. Thanks so much. And I'm like, I love this. I remember when we first started recording and I would like edit everything and I was going through and like the guests, I was like, I'm going to take out all their ums and all their ahs. No. (laughs) And I remember it would take me hours and I would have all these like lines of like edited, you know, audio. And yeah, now I'm just like, yeah, whatever. That's my my nightmare. It it is. It's miserable. Yeah. Well, Well, and that's the thing too. It's like, there's a difference when you're making a film and when you're just like having like our audio because 
when I, it was like, I've talked to people about this. It's like, if you want to edit out your ums and ahs and your likes and stuff like that, take improv. Yeah, just, like, just, take, just learn take, to talk and, better. And, and, yeah. And like, <laughs> mm-hmm. just learn to be in the moment and know what you're going to say. And you'll just get rid of them yourself. And then you don't have to do that work. And that's the big thing on that. Because like, again, with our spoken word podcast, it's fine. But when you're getting down to editing film and stuff like that, you there's no room for those. No. So then you're having to cut out all of that stuff. Right. And that's the the frustrating part, especially with like an audio drama. You don't need, you know, your hero, Captain Radio, being going, uh, so, <laughs> you know, exactly what I was talking about before. Like, you're like, wait, no, what? What are you what doing? What was I saying? Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. There's, no, there's no time for dead air. And especially in yeah. the, the genre we chose, which is, you know, this 1930s style radio mm-hmm. drama, which is known for this quick, witty banter, right? fast paced, like things can't can't wait i can't i've got like a tenth of a second between lines because you yep. gotta go 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 get to the next thing there's no time for people to drag and to say um right exactly and that's like the fun part about like the different levels of doing like podcasting because mm-hmm. you can do this and this is what it is but putting that extra effort into it i always like give a lot of people props for that because i was like i wanted to do a D podcast one day because we've got cool people like yeah. ken and like some of our other friends and be like oh wait no i'm listening to these other ones and i'm just like <laughs> they got sound underneath and they've got like good intros and i'm just like oh so i think that ruins a lot of work it, it, i think it does it takes away from a lot of podcasts because people start a podcast thinking that it's going to be fun <laughs> and it is recording's awesome yeah but then everything after that is just work it is. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and they're like oh i don't want to do this and anymore. there's three of us four of us yeah. and we we split up the duties and yeah. still it's like you wake up and sometimes like oh i gotta do that today <laughs> yep yeah yep. next season i'm definitely making my like co-producer edit some stuff <laughs> right. yeah i took it easy on him like i know you're acting and that's a lot of work you gotta focus on that but but damn i need you to pick up a couple episodes next season because this is hard so how many episodes total is in the first season yeah so first season is six episodes they're about mm-hmm. 20 minutes each so it's a quick afternoons if you want to binge it or you can spread it out um and we'll do we're planning out two more seasons and then we'll wrap it up Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I mean, just like, because like, that's a lot of work. Even oh, so yeah. Getting just, back into it. It's going to take us a couple of years, I think. Oh, sorry. You're just going to wrap three years, three seasons? Yeah, we're going to three seasons like and that. done. I like yeah. that. I like that model. I well, and that's the thing, too, because it's just like, all right, people will love the characters, but it's an inclusive story on it. You can revisit this thing if you want to in the future, but it also gives you a chance to try something else out as well. And I feel that like mm-hmm. uh, like even yourself, you said it's you know hard to keep a finish on that. If you make sure and you have a finish, mm-hmm. like with our weekly podcast, there's no finishing nope. at all. We just do it. and then Eventually, if- we'll quit. Yeah, yeah. At some point, or like, we, like we've Nobody taken a month off before, yeah. and we've just been like, you know, fuck mm-hmm. it, we'll come back in a month. Uh, but yeah, like having an encased season and then an overarching story over a exactly of a couple of seasons. Yeah, I want to pay off a couple of things from yeah. season one and two, and then tie a little Dude, bow on and move on to something. That's more what interesting. I love about a lot of um, the shows now mm-hmm. is yep. if they're a mini series type, or if they're just. Um, like just one or two seasons we get a good story out of mm-hmm. it if people want some more we'll figure it out maybe later but this will just have this as a story uh it's kind of i feel it's like the like the way that british tv has done a yes. lot of their stuff and now everyone else is just catching on like yeah. it's a big surprise or something so yeah, when i don't you're know not, when you're not doing like you know 24 episodes a season for oh, tv right? and it's gonna go on for maybe seven ten years you know, it's uh, you can tell we're a professional podcast. Yeah, that was my Siri reciting everything I just said. So thank you very much, Watch Phone. We, we had a yeah, hack on earlier that yeah. we were talking about everything listening to us, so it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> man, I really hope um, your final season you you kill it. You start making that Joe Rogan money, <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, oh shit, I have to wrap this up. What am I gonna do? <laughs> That's you go into the next big nice. project yeah. because yeah. now it, you've got something proven. Now yeah. we'll be funded. We'll you know? see. Yeah. We'll see. And then like, someone will more just write you a blank check and <laughs> yeah, like, that'll be great. something yeah. for us. Like so far, I've conned a couple people into buying these shirts. Nice. But, you know, that, that <laughs> only cool kicks shirt. me back like a couple dollars. But, you know, hey, uh, we understand the shirt game. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. We got Patreons I, I see that, that. Yep. that will get a lot of our random t-shirts all the time. Right. And they love it. And they Mer- Merch. Yep, they'll buy all the weird designs that Jeff makes, which is always right. amazing. Yep. Right. Well, I was going to say, when I was stuck in COVID, I just got high and created a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I think a lot of people did that. Yeah. It was just, yeah, I just I think everybody had a covid project yeah i learned how yeah. to grow some things yeah cool. yeah <laughs> some things that are very tasty on top of your pizza right on hey i got a coaster All question is- oh nice sure so uh this is from al he says or he asks what is your favorite story Ooh. so 
I'm going to put just my spin on it. What's your favorite story that you ever heard? Ever? Ever. Ever heard. Yeah. The favorite. one that got your juices going. Like, man, this is... Oh, that's a hard one. Huh. Um, I will... You know, when I was a kid, we had a cassette tape set of Sherlock Holmes stories Ooh, that had been done like okay. in the radio, yeah. drum, which I didn't even think about until right now that I had was exposed to that early. And we just went out, you know, we had these long Damn, road trips yeah. across the Southwest, just listening to Sherlock Holmes solving a case, you know, kind of the Basil Rathbone style thing. It was, that's amazing. It was fun. And that, right? I mean, look at that. Look at that right yeah. there. That was a good coaster question. Thank you, Al. Thanks, Al. That's a, like, I, I love the fact that it was Sherlock Holmes because I distinctly remember reading Sherlock Holmes when I was younger. Uh, and it was just that style. But I feel that, like, those were good entryways to learn how to tell a story, yes. too. Like, those were the ones that stuck with me. I remember, like, reading, like, Hardy Boys and shit because yeah, my grandma had all of those Hardy old Boys, things. Yeah. But it was, it was always the mystery mm -hmm. because those were the most fun because you could try to figure it yes. out. And you probably never – I mean, I never did. No. But at the same point, it was fun because you were going along. And that's – I really gravitate towards mysteries. Me too. Um, a lot of the th – on the thriller side as, as well. But it's those fun ones where you get to try to figure something out. And I feel that's a really fun way and a kind of a good just way to have been influenced. Yeah, and for and from the standpoint of a writer, you know, to build kind of a, a mystery that, that works yeah. is a big puzzle to put together. You have to know the ending before you start. You have to know exactly, like yeah. who is the murderer and then you work your way backwards to it. And that's you know, that's sort of and there's a little bit of a mystery in Captain Radio. It's not a straight mystery, it's a mm -hmm. sci fi mystery, but you know, there's just some idea of yeah, well, what is the payoff here? What is the what's the thing we're building towards? And it, it builds momentum kind of mm -hmm. naturally. And it's like, yeah, whatever that mystery is or what it you know, it's always that thing at the end that everyone's looking for, like you said, the payoff, like the best way to put it on that. But it's just like being able to learn that at that young age mm -hmm. is the fun part too, because you're like, Oh wait, that was the cause of that. And it literally would lead you all the way up to even you starting writing. I mean, not you. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it was definitely an influence for <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. And I love those things. Even after we'd listen to them like seven, 10 times, and yeah. I knew the ending. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear it again. <laughs> I know how it goes, but yeah. it's so well done. Nice. That was a great question. Yeah. Uh, I need to get a refill on my drink. Ooh. So we're going to, we're going to take a little bit of break. We're going to get a drink Thanks. and hang up and hang up. We'll hang out <laughs> and uh, we'll see who else, what's going on and uh, BS a little bit. I do have a dumb little game that Ooh, we already played before. I like games. Oh yeah. Nice. We already played that one before. So we'll get back to that. All right, guys, we'll be right back in a minute. You could supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. Like, that'll be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster and you could tell me. Jeff. I'm drunk. Do oh, you want to don't play? make this hard. Let's okay. do the role yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Role play. Yeah. All right. All right. Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Act like here. Make, make, make a noise. Bang, bang that, bang that against the. Hey, Scott, be careful. You about spilt your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by DieCutStickers.com. By who? DieCutStickers.com. How do you get them? Go to DieCutStickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high-quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City 15 to get 15% off. <laughs> couldn't come up with it. I, I was like, oh, we need to put that in. But I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough. Can we do it again? This is too much fun, but I'm, I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this. <laughs> you want another? I'm set. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm good. We're gonna if I have too many, I'll, I'll fall asleep. You must I, I fucking drink. We have some blueberry, drink, drink, uh, blueberry drink, cider drink. in there as well. Okay, Just, cool. I mean, you don't have to. Sounds like we're in there. Welcome back to the Peer Pressure Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> People trying to make me drink yeah, more than I'm already drinking. <laughs> we are here with Johnny Eberly, which um, a film filmmaker, photographer, writer, audio dramatist. I don't. Ooh, that I, sounds I, right. 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 Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. You do drama with the the, with audio. the audios. The drama. Yeah, it's drama. terrible. Yes. Um. But you did mention the fact that you grew up in Arizona. That's right. So eventually you moved and made your way up here. And even in your bio, is very interested because apparently you live in a 110 year old house in Tacoma. <laughs> Um, congratulations on the interesting uh, wiring. I'm just going to assume that is in that house. <laughs> you know, amazing. You know, it's 112 now. I said, update Ooh, my bio. Wow, it keeps getting yeah. older yeah, somehow yeah. as time goes on. <laughs> uh, you know, amazingly, we bought the house and the two things that the previous owners had done, nothing else. They hadn't cleaned or anything, but they had updated <laughs> the wiring 
Nice. And the oh, plumbing. Wow. I was like, sold. Congratulations. Everything else sucks. Man. Yeah. I got to rip everything else out. We have it. Yeah. We've been in the middle of a, the remodel is almost done and now we're ready to start the next one. Oh, wow. Awesome. So it was, uh, I, I, when I bought my house, I was looking to buy a house. I was like, I wanted something from like the early 1900s. Yeah. I thought it would be character. fun. Right. Exactly. And they've got so many here that are just like nearly like historical oh, landmarks yeah. at this point. But then I was looking into a the ones that had basements are horrifying. Yes, and then they're like literal dungeons. That's what I have. Yeah. Okay. So you <laughs> have a dungeon. That's Congratulations. Yeah. I don't go there. Yeah. And then um, that's uh-huh. the the wiring is just it's a shit. fire hazard. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it turns out I bought a house from the fifties that literally had an electrical fire hazard. So we got that fixed immediately. Like that was like the mortgage company was like, no, not to mention the asbestos. Uh, I don't think we had asbestos. Did you, are you dealing with the asbestos? Oh yeah. yeah oh. We, we had to rip some of that out. Wow. Yeah. That's, it that's seemed not... like a good idea in 1910, I guess. Dude, they put that yeah, shit but it's in still every, there. everywhere. Man, but everywhere. I, I thought that like in the like 80s or 90s, no. like we all figured out that it was bad and they got rid of it. No, that's so they, yeah, that's bad. Don't touch that. Yeah. Just leave it there. Oh, it's just fine. leave yeah. it there. That's when they quit selling it. It's still there. Yeah, all the, as all the long as you still start moving it around for real, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you just let it stay. You don't kick up dust with it. That's what kills you. Yeah. So it seems like like how much of like your pandemic project was just figuring out the house and dealing with that. It. Absolutely a lot of it. That was what I did before when I couldn't write. I thought, you know what, I'll do I'll do some projects. You're I'll right get on. some stuff done. Like, let's refinish these stairs finally. <laughs> that we've been dealing with that look terrible. Do you have any advice for anybody looking to do this? I mean I mean, uh prices and like supplies are kind of going down Ooh. now. So yeah. are they? Or- I don't know. I mean, we bought four years ago, and we thought that was the top of the market. <laughs> that, that was a lie. <laughs> well, we're hoping to have a realty guy on very soon because we don't even know what the hell's going on now. Like, things are slowing some, down. They think I think it is slowing down. Yeah, <laughs> but the problem apparently now is also interest rates. That's yep. why we need a like professional to talk about. All yeah, that I'm not stuff. that person. But, yeah, I know. Like, but I can tell you, you know, ripping things out feels really good. Yes. And then having someone who knows what they're doing come in and put it back in <laughs> feels better. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's kind of good to have a contractor when it comes yeah, down like to Yeah. But I can do you – know, you can do all your own demo. It doesn't uh, matter if you break it. That's got to be kind of like <laughs> – Just smash know, it. Uh, like at least like kind of like a stress relief at that point. Oh, yeah. 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 That sounds amazing. It felt good. Breaking yeah. shit does. It's a super cathartic, dude. You just well, go in. on uh, yes. Tacoma Avenue, they've got the place that does. Oh, um, do they have a rage room? They've got a break room. Oh, like you just go in there. You can, or maybe they call it a smash room. Yeah, I think yeah. they should call it a break room. I think that's kind of yeah. good there. But. So like my house, but you know, I don't have to clean up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any like other possible like artistic inspirations from the house itself for doing some of those things? Because. Like we talked about, it's like like the old hundred year old houses. They absolutely have character to them. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's definitely. I, I did write a short story uh, in the pandemic that is set in an old house. Ah. Um and it's published in Creative Colloquy. It's called Bad Air and Bitter Herbs, and it was hmm. uh, oh, this idea that was, um, or the this image was going around of the the plague doctors from like the 14th oh, century yeah. with their big like beak mask. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool! I want to write something about that. <laughs> and and in the story, it's it's not our pandemic, it's not our plague, but it's similar. And mm-hmm. there's something spreading that's spreading out of these old houses, the old broken down houses that no one can afford to fix up. Yeah, um, this bad air is getting around, and so yeah, it's absolutely based on my own house. <laughs> it's called gentrification. Yeah, it's, it's yes. The, the the short story is about gentrification and why it's bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's I mean, even just now with uh, just how obviously you have to do a lot of research when you're writing, mm-hmm. and now with information technology out there, it's like a lot of things are coming to light that like just in like learning about your own surroundings. And it's kind of like what we've been doing even with this podcast is learning about what's been going on around us. And just with all technology, kind of learn a lot of, bit, a lot of stuff that's going on. And just with all of that information, does that influence how you write and yeah. uh, how you uh, uh, like interact with the world now? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, through the pandemic, technology was my, my link to the outside mm-hmm. world, right? You know, I, I didn't grow up here. I, I have... I have my in-laws live in Gig Harbor, and we got to see them. That was great. Nice. But for everybody else in my entire world, yeah. you know, I had to see them through some other, you know, some medium of, of technology. So, so thank goodness for that to keep us together. But I also am aware of the the evils of it, mm-hmm. of you know, the way these companies that you know steal our data, yeah. and sell it and and manipulate us at will with it. Um, so it's definitely an idea that I'm interested in my fiction, um, and I'm working on a story now about you know someone who's in a fight with a, an algorithm for their job. You know, oh. sort of. Uh, oh gosh, I'm like yeah. updating like kind of a John Henry 
um, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. tale of, you know, I'm going to fight this, this algorithm that maybe I win, but probably I won't. Yeah. But at least I got to fight it. Uh, it's just, I just remember, and it's, it's kind of a stupid relate, I guess, maybe, but I played the Fallout games. Mm-hmm. And in one of the Fallout storylines, it's literally like the miners are fighting for their jobs against the robots that are coming in. And it's that exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about, the, the, the whole situation of getting your livelihood and maybe your identity taken over yeah. by a robot because now you're not good enough because yeah. they can do that. Yeah, it's, they're, they're better than scary. us. Yeah. It's, it's a scary idea, but it's an interesting idea to explore in fiction before it happens in real life. Well, I mean... We, oh, it's happening. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. As it's happening. Yeah, we're going to yeah. be talking... We're going, we're going back to talking about Lambda again, and right. like, we're all in. Well, it's like, that la- shit's sentient. We already know it. It's my fine. last job project ended because, quote, they, in, they upgraded their AI enough to handle... My, what oh I man, did. really? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. See, and that's Our, the thing. There's like the the big companies are using AI now but in ways that you really wouldn't imagine. Type stuff like you yeah, AV, on audio AV stuff. Yeah, checking yeah. signals and stuff, and and seeing things were connected and stuff, which I, it wasn't beyond possibility, and it was not that hard to do. Because but still, yeah. but but I think it was the pandemic that really sure. kicked it off when there was nobody in the office. Because that my job was like ninety nine percent on yeah. site, mm. pull, plugging and replugging stuff in. But when the pandemic in, is you well, got to figure out a check. new way to do this thing that yeah. you still have to have done. Yeah, and right. Then someone's like, well, I guess I can write a program to do that. Right. Yep. And and they do. And yeah. it's that necessity breeds it. And it's, I mean, even moving on to different mediums, like mm-hmm. you can see, and depending on when you started in a medium, the technology affecting that as you move along, because even Jeff was talking about, he's like, I can take pictures with my phone and you can choose to use the better stuff, but the way things are processed and like the mm-hmm. social media aspect, they're not getting, it's like listening to an MP3 versus like a vinyl. Yeah, yeah. sure. You'll have a better experience, but you can take an MP3 with you anywhere you want to go. Yeah, and you can just have that available. How do you, how do you feel about the copyrights and stuff like that? Whoa! Do you have, Whoa! Copyrights. Yeah. yeah. Say more them. about that. Coffee. The copyrights. Who's co- copyrights? Co- what copy? Which copyrights? copyrights? Aren't they changing copyrights? the rules on that? Oh, I don't about know. About how long it is, or is it trademark? Oh, I, I did I write a blog about that several yeah. years ago. It's out of date now, but <laughs> but certainly uh, that that the the idea that right that copyright is so long right that in the U.S. that people are profiting off of you know things like Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. you know, decades and generations after the person who wrote it died. Like, does that make sense for a you yeah. know state or a company to own that stuff, or should that just belong to all of us to have fun with? Well, and that's even like yeah, just that aspect of it. It's like some of those things might be. A generation, a generation down the line, but a lot of them are just companies that own these things. Yeah. They're just collecting the money from it, and it, I mean, <laughs> fucking getting into the uh, yeah. At a certain point, yeah, like, I think that stuff should go to the. It's the to cap- everybody. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. At a certain point, but right. the problem is, is what are we are? We're a capitalistic society that right. hoards greed. Blah blah blah. We're yeah. little fucking dragons, and so it's just like this whole like. I, it annoys me because it's just like, why not? Like, why, why we can't do that? It's because people are like, cause, cause there's money. Cause, yeah, cause I yeah. was like, but what if we don't have money? And then they're like, well, f- f- what will we do? And you're like, live. I don't know. I'm fucking, I've been drinking all day. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I take some, some solace in the fact that, you know, yeah. in, I think it was 1998 that Disney was fighting really hard to extend those copyrights yeah. like, to keep like Mickey mouse mm-hmm. to themselves. But they're not doing it this time around. It seems like they've they've got other things that they, they got Star <laughs> yeah. Wars now, so they don't right. need Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. and oh. so so more things are going to be coming in the public domain. Well, I see good things like I want to adapt some Ernest Hemingway now that it's see, coming out. Like, see, that'll be fun. Or you could take the route that people did with Winnie the Pooh and turn it into a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, but you can Why do not? that. But right. you can do that. Yeah, I like I even saw a little comic, like maybe a web comic strip. It's like, yeah, I'm in, I'm open source now. It's yeah. like they invented the uh, the the red T shirt, so I can't use that. So I'll just be walking around naked it's a naked like, bear that, yeah, that's it's just fine a naked you can bear use that. that yeah exactly you can use the disney bear but you know that gives me it gives me a hope for for art right that there's right. we're always gonna have things to remix and, and use and draw inspiration from and i don't think going back to ai i don't think it's artificial intelligence will take away that from us Ooh. i think it's the one thing that <laughs> probably that's point that i hope, well, that I hope they never learn to do well, the, well that was yesterday <laughs> today there was, there was a, there, the, the, people are posting uh pictures that the ais have been yep. making if you oh, say no. uh pick uh what does my sewer look like or something like that or oh. where, where do you think i'm going to go when i die and they just print they just make this yeah yeah it's the thing. doll e yeah d-a-l-l dot e like was Wally? it the uh the one that did the like the <laughs> creatures like the people were just throwing in nonsense, nonsense, yeah. nonsense yeah. words and it was yeah. making like you 
you could put a, st- a stream of consciousness into it. Oh, and, forget it then. And then it'll, just, it'll create, <laughs> its, own create its own art. Like it'll create its own like oil it. paintings, essentially, based on the different ones of that. Like somebody did. It was really funny. They did Fisher Price bongs, and it was <laughs> fantastic. Because I was like, I would buy this glassware. I literally would buy this glassware. It's amazing. But it would. They would do other things. Yeah. Like they would just say some like demon stuff or whatever. Whatever you want to say that would t- terrify you. Mm. And then it comes up with like really horrifying images. Oh, no. And, but, but, but artistically, yeah, it's yeah. getting scary. artistically. Yeah, some of them are yeah, very like somebody took, yeah. took, uh, took, took a, like a surreal painting, you know, did a surreal painting of something dark oh, yeah. or something light. Well, and they can uh, um, they can generate um, humans too. I know it sounds weird, but they can generate like pictures of people that you can't tell is a computer generated picture. You think it's a real person? Oh, and the deep fakes. That's a word. Yeah, yeah. So that's real, and yeah. it's not hard. But it, it's, it won't be long until they can animate that stuff. Sure. Oops. And it, and it's not long. After that, I mean, they already have the the deep fake, um, the the voice technology, so, right? Yeah. And as a, uh, I like creating stuff too, but I don't. I'm not in it. This ain't my livelihood. You, you know, I do it uh, to relax and whine and talk. You know, that's how I feel. That's how I, you know, <laughs> this is how I make money. Um, so I'm not worried about. But other true. people are like, Jesus, why, why, why go this far with it? You know, art yeah. is is something that came from and and people like uh, Coop. Uh, um, he does uh um I can't even talk. He he draws by hand. Everything's mm-hmm. by hand and he does these great uh pictures you know all by hand and photo photographs and stuff like that and he's just dying about all these people losing their minds over all this ai stuff he's like why bother then you know well i mean you you put all this stuff out there and like people now are getting into whatever they feel the nft market is Hmm. and it's like building over what is real and what's not real sure you have all those Mm -hmm. things well they're getting out physical tokens um that are nfts as well now really (laughs) yeah 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 so is this an awkward time to mention that I'm an artificial intelligence? I'm not real? That's oh, amazing. God, we man. fooled everyone Scott. this entire time. <laughs> You're supposed to vent people. <laughs> Should we tell everybody now they've been talking to Lambda this whole time? Yeah, that's Dude, <laughs> like if we could get like if we could get an A like see that's the part of the problem. Well you can is- get GPT three. On, and talk to and it. then interview it. Yeah, you can oh, do that. Oh, we should do that. We should all just get really ripped and it's just talk to an AI. AI. We are out, out of Lambda. a job. Oh, <laughs> it just reminds me of the Simpsons bit. It's like, how about those clowns in Congress? What a bunch of clowns! And it was like, oh, look at that, up to date, so good. So we're like, you know, two weeks away from the point where the pod, the AIs are making the podcast and listening to the podcast. Yep. So there's no one involved at all. That it's, yeah, is that, we already is, that, is that the perpetual motion <laughs> yeah. machine? Like they're just like doing their the own thing just now. going through. How many bots do we have that download us already? Right? I know. Every once in a while, we'll get the spike, and we're like, wait a minute, yeah, what's happening? Real. In, what's happening in Virginia? Right this time because no one should listen from Russia. We just got four thousand downloads from Russia. That's yeah. real, totally. Yeah. yeah, that's like that was the worst. Oh no, it's like everyone's just using their fucking IP hider, whatever. <laughs> yeah, their yeah, VPNs. Just, yeah, their yeah. VPNs. They're just now everyone's in Russia. Sure, I mean that's all. But to be perfectly honest, and I feel like with anything, especially like with creating. For us, it's about hanging out and yep. creating this fun stuff and doing, getting to do fun, dumb things. We're not here to make money. We're here to create. And that's why I have someone like you on this podcast, because you're around here, you're creating stuff. And that's I massive respect for anyone who wants to, you know, right. create things. And I've also not made any money off of it. <laughs> right. See, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to put all that, that, that on my, This is my plug to say, if anyone wants to sponsor my next podcast, you, you just let me know. Exactly. But yeah, well, you, you know what you're doing. You're putting this stuff together. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't somebody want to attach themselves to that? Like, thank that's you for saying. that. Yeah. Or if you listen and you want to buy some merch, I'm sure you're going to have merch out there for yeah, somewhere, absolutely. Right? somewhere. Have you thought about hitting up any of the, uh, like, uh, we're going to be at the grit city comic show. Mm. With our buddy mm-hmm. Ken, um, uh, we got a booth and everything, so we're going to be selling cool. some merch and like hanging yeah. out. Have you thought about like looking into sort of the uh, the the geeky local cons and stuff like that? I haven't, but I should because right that that community is so vibrant. Yeah. I'd love to plug into that, and it would be really fun just because you have a traditional mm-hmm. audio drama that is built around a superhero esque figure. So that, I mean, that's the best part about it. It'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, we do. See, you look at that. All yeah. the little local artists. You know, give their little Captain Radio. That'd be fun. I'd right. love to see that. Right. Yeah, right. I'd love to see some fan art. Yeah, right. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be so yeah. cool. Well, and that's like even just putting in with all of that. I mean, you have your 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 writing group. Do you have any other like groups that you um have come into contact with, like art style wise, uh, in the local area? I think those are probably the one the ones I mentioned, Creative Colloquy, mm-hmm. Grit City Magazine. Those are probably the ones 
that I've been most clued into. Nice. And I mean, they do a lot of stuff over there at Grit City Magazine, mm-hmm. so definitely check out all their stuff. They're freaking amazing. They are. So, how'd you end up just meeting up with them? Was it just because you knew of the uh, uh, of the magazine and you wanted to submit stuff? or You know, actually, uh, Sierra reached out to me. They were just starting. They hadn't even published anything yet, and he had read... He had read one of my stories that was in Creative Colloquy, actually. Oh, nice. Okay. And then sent me an email out of the blue and said, hey, do you want to write for us? And I thought, this is a great idea. Of course I want to write for you. So I was in one of their, their early, back when the web page looked different. It was <laughs> awesome. Before it was awesome. And then I was in a couple, I've been in a couple of the hard copy uh, magazine issues, and that's been uh, amazing to see. Your magazines are, are they're beautiful. They're yeah. beautiful. I mean, they're collector's pieces. Yeah, no, there's no way. There's no other way to say it, right? Oh, they're, absolutely. They're hand, they're hand stitched. I right? have a couple. Like, of yes, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a couple Fuck that I, I still keep in the cardboard. Yeah, because I haven't found a perfect spot to like put it anywhere. Because I want to put it somewhere, to, you know, to be able to display it. But yeah, yeah. It's, and yeah, you know, to see your your name and print in one of those and your yeah. words is that's pretty cool. That's you know, that's the highest honor. Is there anything you learned while doing sort of that stuff or any of your writing here about Tacoma that you thought was kind of interesting? I, I mean, Tacoma has so many stories mm-hmm. and so many interesting. You know, the thing I learned when I was writing, trying to write about Tacoma, which I still don't think I've done well yet because Tacoma is so multifaceted. Oh, absolutely. We've, mm-hmm. we've seen doing four years of this and just yeah. trying to find as many there's, people as possible. There's so much going on, and I have my own little little corner of Tacoma, but I know that's not all of Tacoma. There's mm-hmm. so much, so many other things to go on, and you drive or you walk five minutes in any direction, you're in a whole different neighborhood yep. with all these different people. They're different businesses, the different places they go. You know, you go to Bluebeard, but you know, other people go to a different coffee shop. Yep. And uh, yeah, just the, the people are, you know, the, one of the things I love about this town, it's, it's like the grittiness that's in your title, right? Yep. It's, in, it's in the title of your podcast, in Gritsy Magazine. People love this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and they should love this town because it's it's awesome. That's one of uh, there. There's always been a weird Tacoma pride, and I don't want to say it weird in a negative way, but you'll see people, especially in a, like a bigger town. I lived in Seattle for a while, mm-hmm. and it's that they don't have that. There's not that. There's a chilliness there, and yeah. everyone talks about it, but it's just it's a mind your own business sort of attitude. Yeah. And here, everyone will talk to you, mm-hmm. and everyone <laughs> will joke with you, but it will be a little bit abrasive. And so if you're not from here, mm-hmm. you might see that as confrontational or uh, embarrassing sometimes when someone calls you out on something that's absolutely stupid. It happens. And <laughs> it happens just all the here time. on the podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. But it's that whole kind of like, no, it's because they want to talk to you. Yeah. And it's like they want to have conversations. But also to that end, I tell anyone... Don't ask someone how their day's going if you don't want to. <laughs> You're going to be there for like 10 minutes <laughs> at least. So if you got 10 minutes to kill, sometimes it won't be anything, but sometimes it will be a long, long conversation. Yeah, it's an underdog <laughs> city, tell you. right? Yeah. yeah. You, know, uh, that, you know, a big city, the city that knows the top dog. Yeah. That there's no, there's no sense of community there. There's no sense of togetherness. When you're like this like second-rate city, mm-hmm. not, not to call it that because we're not. Um, but when you're, you know, not the well-known city, not the big city, not the popular city, yeah, you got a chip on your shoulder and you should, you know, yeah. and, uh, growing up in Flagstaff, it was, it was similar, you know, we hate Phoenix <laughs> and people from Phoenix are the worst. I they lived, ruin everything. I lived in Mesa <laughs> for like six weeks. I understand how much. Yeah. Get out of there. Fucking hated it. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Funny. Stroke. I love the, the artistic community in Tacoma. That's, I think yeah. one thing that gets overlooked, like you'll hear about stuff in Seattle, but like you come down here and you meet. Oh man, like painters, you know, writers. We've we've talked to documentary the glass artists. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Glass, monkey shines. Yes, love the, that tradition. The hilltop uh, glass artists, like that whole collective up there. Like, yep. there's a reason, like, why one of the dudes was on a Netflix show. Like, yeah, they have some amazing stuff, yeah. dude. Yeah, cartoonists. I mean, you can go on yeah. and on. Everybody we talk to, and even people, we'll talk to even small business owners, and some of them are like. Well, or even like um, Colt Meadry, where she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. You know, I make mead and we have like musicians cool. that come, but I'm also like an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and you're like, everyone's yeah, got a side gig. Well, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, man. Doing something creative. And yes. that was, yeah, like with Colt, it's amazing too, because she's putting on now like, like whole like black metal fest yeah, cool. at this meter. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's such a cool vibe what she's got going on there. But for the most part, yeah, she's doing it herself. And it's just that attitude of like, this is what I want. Like, yeah. this is what I want to yeah. do. So fuck you. I'm going to do it. Peterson yeah. brothers. Like yeah. they, they run, yeah. they have bars. They, um, you know, are, you know, putting together documentaries in their yeah. spare time. They're yeah. doing artwork. You yeah. Know? So if yeah. you ever go yeah. to like the 1111 or, um, the Valley, Valley uh, peaks yeah. and pints, um, they're owned by Justin and Robbie Peterson, mm-hmm. and they uh, also ha- are putting out a. They're putting out a ventures documentary. Cool. 
and they're doing a documentary on I don't know where they're at on the stage of it, but it's the ad campaigns for Rainier beers in like the seventies and eighties. So right. right now they're just finding footage on all of that old stuff. And you can find if you just search for them on Google and find nope. just look for that for Rainier Beer movie, maybe something like that. But they're finding some old, really amazing shit. Like so it's just all the local creatives out there. It's like, yeah, yeah they run the yeah. they run the restaurants, which are great. But then they're also on this whole art community with people like Isaac Olson, whom we've had on, who would just make, just create amazing things. I love that. I love that community. I think that's the best thing about this place. Yeah. Scott, you called me a renaissance man earlier, but everybody in Tacoma is like a renaissance person. It's a renaissance yeah. city. Everyone's yeah. doing all these different things, and it flies under the radar. But if, you, if you're willing to dive in and like dig in, you're going to find just amazing stuff. I think so. Yeah. And you're absolutely one of those people, man. Oh, like, thanks. seriously, like putting together all this stuff. People absolutely 100% need to check out The Adventures of Captain Radio. See all of the episodes. Where is the best way that people can find it? What's the YouTube uh, channel? Yeah, I'm actually going to send you to my to my website because from there oh, you can get everywhere perfect. else. Okay. So, I was going to say, so definitely yeah. check out your website because you're, you're – I, I, I haven't listened to Captain Radio, but I did watch some of your short – videos on youtube oh, yeah. short films they're fantastic they're really good so. i posted it in discord also. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. yeah yeah so the the production company is called obscure studios yes okay. that i founded years and years ago but i, I stick with the name because it's I, I got the domain i'm, not letting, I'm not letting it go yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm brand new i branded it and i'm done <laughs> i'm not going to change it now so obscure studios.net very proud of the .net mm-hmm. um if you want to go to my personal <laughs> website it's jww.com i did shell out for the .com that's well, perfect. Look at you, fancy. Well, <laughs> Not too fancy. If you're looking around, we have eternalhotdog.com. So. Did you? <laughs> if you can, okay, yes. This is, uh, as one of the creatives in Tacoma, we're offering you a chance yep. to give us your interpretation of eternal hot dog yeah. and what you would put on that website. Because as of right now, what we've got is a fake hot dog on a roller as a, as a gift. Forever. Forever. Yeah. So if you can think of something better, feel free to submit. <laughs> and anyone else out there who might be interested, we do have eternalhotdog.com. I think there's more, too. We, po- we poach the dumbest pi- uh, yeah. podcast names. We think, we'll oh, just this will be good. Just in case. We'll, yeah. we'll say right? something, and then pretty soon we'll just have it. <laughs> we'll buy it. <laughs> well, we there used to be uh, – so there is a famous Conan thing where he said something about sexy man- man- manta ray or se- sexy man- mantis. No, what was it? Manatees. Manatees. Sexy something manatees. like sexymanatee.com. He did a skit, <laughs> and some government agency says you can't do that. You have to – you can't say a fake – Thanks. Really? Every time they'd come up with a skit, they gotta they'd have buy to buy it. buy it. That gets expensive fast. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you just have it as a redirect to Conan <laughs> right. O'Brien or something yeah. like that. Well, that's, I think, all ours do. Yeah, too. all are just redirect yeah. to City yeah, yeah. Podcast. Not yeah. all of them. I think um, we <laughs> Not we Eternal have, Hot Dog. No. <laughs> we actually have gritcity.us, and um, that wow. one redirects to Tacoma. To nice. Tacoma.org or whatever. City That's of Tacoma. Funny. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. So we kinda... But the header says, listen to the Grit City podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to give the plug, right? Well, I mean. Yeah, this is how people can find us. But, yeah, I mean, you can also find us on our Discord or Patreon or GritCityPodcast.com. That's where we can find everyone. Seriously, Johnny, thank you so much for being with us. When you got some more stuff going on, I definitely want to get you back on. Everyone, go out there and listen to The Adventures of Captain Radio. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com. <laughs>